Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the uh, Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And Jeff, uh, hang on a second. We'll get to you in, in just a sec. But Tom Murphy standing by. And Tom was here in Omaha all week, did a great job covering the Hogs. I always look forward to reading his column. And even though I was attending the games and going to the press conferences, I always found something eye opening and looking through his uh, his stories each day. So. Tom, good work by the Democrat Gazette this week, and I felt like we did a pretty decent job as well. It was a fun run for the Hogs, and unfortunately it is over now. Yeah, I appreciate your comments. Uh, you know, that's what we're paid to do. Professionals, we go cover the scenes the best we can and, um, you know, do the good and the bad. And uh, it, was a, it was a great run considering they lost six to their final eight. I'm actually writing that right now about what the season was like and, um, you know, overcoming – you know, there were some hitting issues at various parts of the year. There was some uh, tinkering with the, the batting order. And then late in the year, there was tinkering with the starting staff and always, you know, with the bullpen. So it just went on all year. And I think they came really, really close to maximizing what their potential was. When you finish in the final three, you've done that. Um, I think Arkansas was a better, you know, better team maybe than Ole Miss. But Ole Miss's veteran lineup showed up at the, you know, Basically, at the last moment they had, they started showing up, and, and now here they are in the finals. I think it's going to be a big uphill battle for them to beat Oklahoma, whose pitching is, is perfectly aligned. But, you know, the Razorbacks finishing in the top three of the country, I think, was a, a pretty appropriate with where uh, their talent was. be interesting to see if uh, they can win one of those first two games and Dylan DeLucia gets to go again on Monday in a winner take all game. I, I mean I would I would take Ole Miss there. Exactly. And then I guess it would be maybe three days rest then. So yep. you have uh, four days and then three days. Look, I, I I felt like he and Nolan would be okay. Did not envision one guy going eight innings, one guy going nine innings. I mean, Nolan's Nolan's outing yesterday in, I don't know what, 90-something percent of all cases would have been good enough to win you a, a, a spot in the final. And then then the question would have been for him, could he come back on three days for a game three? So, DeLucia, it's just hard to describe. You know, his fastball has nice run. The slider, the slider bites, and it was on. And uh, the Razorbacks just never found a way. I mean, they, they put a few barrels on him, as they said. When you don't allow a runner on base with no out or one out an entire game, that is a fantastic performance, and that's what he did. We also saw a game of inches, uh, and I think it was Caden Wallace that pointed out, you know, the hits that Ole Miss got are the runs. I mean, you're an inch away. You know, Robert Moore uh, gets that uh, leadoff single. Uh, you know, it's an out, or, and that run probably doesn't score. Peyton uh, – Peyton, uh, uh, it's over at first base, and and the double down the line is an inch away from the tip of his glove. You know, if he's if he's mm-hmm. positioned a little closer to the line, you know, what if it just shows you though how close uh, this game was and how how closely it was decided because that's how what we're talking about the difference right there. We, we exactly are doing that, and you know you have to give credit to Arkansas for uh, their positioning. I thought in the series was really really good. I mean, they took away. Several potential hits, plays, you know, like battle being up the middle, more being, you know, in kind of medium depth or a shallow right uh, field, taking away some hits. 
they did a good job of that. Um, the the one that kind of skipped by more, I, I felt like you know a dive or getting your body in position might have stopped the ball from getting to the outfield and you might have gotten out. It was, I saw the replay and wasn't sure what you know what prevented him. Kind of side played it, but anyway, you're right. And then the one that well, other one went off Stovall's glove. It seemed like it ticked right off the top or the bottom of the glove, and that was the only extra base hit maybe in the game. Um, so, you know, the Rebels just veteran, veteran lineup. And Kevin Graham and Tim Elko were right in the middle of the two runs they got. And um, their guys delivered. Who do you guys, is it a no-brainer on the uh, m- most pro potential, you think, of the guys that will be leaving from this team? Hey, you mean like Caden Wallace? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I would think. He's got a yeah. really good bat. I mean, when you see the exit below on so many of his hits, um. Yeah, and, and you know, I wouldn't say he's a plus plus defender, but I think he's a, a very good defender. And he stayed with that double play ball. They got the the, the rare five six three double play. He stayed with that, but he's got a cannon for an arm too. And so, you know, you just kind of if you're a Razorback fan, you wish he was born um, like a month later or whatever it would take for him to be out of that forty five day window from his twenty first birthday. Yeah. Maybe it's just a week later. <laughs> he's that close. Oh, that I think he's 42 oh, wow. days. I think I heard that. I, I could be wrong, but it's very close. Tom, th- on that note, this team is going to look very different next year in the field and offensively. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely. I mean, the pitching staff, you can see, okay, you know, Will McIntyre really came on. How do you deny him a spot in the rotation? But yet, um, you know, what will Peyton Pallet do? You know, maybe may gone. You'll have to see on him, on, on his recovery. Um, and then, like, does Brady Tiger go in the rotation? Is he more suited to be a, a longer guy? Hagen Smith clearly, you know, has gotten himself a spot. And then Jackson Wiggins. So you got four or five guys who are the potential weekend starters. Um, and then I think there's enough depth of, of guys returning that I think your pitching is going to be okay. And they signed some guys. And then, um, yeah, the, the – Defensive um, alignment, the returners are going to is going to be really different. So when he said there's guys who are going to have to really pick it up, Kendall Diggs, you know Zach Gregory can be back. He's got to be better. I mean his his last month was not productive. Um, Jace Borfin, you'd think um, would have a potential to start. And then you know what will Dylan Leach do? Will he move into the starting catcher role? Uh, how hard will they hit the transfer portal? Um, but, but I do believe they will probably be picked a few more spots down in the SEC West based on that uh, large percentage of everyday players that are going to be leaving. But there's enough of a track record to feel that when they plug in whatever transfer talent they get and plug in freshmen, you know, with Stovall and that bunch of guys who are returning, that uh, that they'll still be a a high-quality program. Yeah, they've already. I think it's three transfers. <clears throat> excuse me, that they've uh, gotten. One was the All Big East transfer, uh, Jared Wegner. Uh, he was uh, from Creighton, and uh, then uh, the guy from uh, Kent State. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, he's going to uh, already announce that he's transferring. I think it was Kent State. But anyway, they've already got three from the portal <laughs> that 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 they believe that can step in and play. The kid from uh, Creighton, the Wegner kid. I mean, he, he's a corner outfielder. He, he's penciled in, I would say, as a starter right now. 
Yeah, I mean, and they're an attractive uh, landing spot for um, grad transfers like Michael Turner. And, and when you look at it, Lanzilli and Turner had great seasons, led the team in hitting. Uh, we're right there in the four and five spots in the order late in the year. So they got great mileage out of those two kids. I talked yeah. to Turner yesterday. He was um, he was distraught. He was one of those guys that lingered in the dugout for a long time. You know, he kept the shades on because, you know, he clearly had, was pretty emotional about the season coming to an end. And so it meant a lot to him. And he was a mm. super valuable member uh, of the team. I mean, the game he called in the 3-2 to two win, Dave Van Horn pointed out they made a couple of suggestions. Otherwise, that was his game. He called mm-hmm. for a freshman, Hagen Smith, and then Taylor, Taylor Tigard and Morris. And, you know, what more can you ask of your catcher than doing that? Yeah, I mean, and it's crazy, Tom. You know, only one season here. It's almost like he's a real Razorback, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to go there. It was ill okay. commentary. We're over it. I'm sorry. Tom is better yeah. than me. I mean, road. It, t- turn, turn, Turner had a spectacular season for uh, a grad transfer, and I think he was the only Razorback with a hit in every game of the CWF. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's interesting. Well, it's it, yeah, I mean, again, the program is as healthy as, you know, anybody in the country, healthier than most. You know, we were kind of trying to put a bow on it a little bit earlier, Tom. I mean, you know, Ole Miss may win a title, but I wouldn't trade places with anybody, you know, uh, over Arkansas right now. And, and, again, they got some work to do with all the replacements. But, I mean, you know, who are you gonna, who else would you bet on? I mean, I imagine they're going to they're gonna have a shot to get right back here in the next year or two. That would be my take on it. But, man, you can just see, you feel and see the stakes in SEC baseball is following mm-hmm. right along the, the heels of the other sports where money's being put in. Tennessee was a, a juggernaut, and they were the Arkansas of 2021 in that they didn't make it to the CWS after having a powerful, dominating season. And there are other, like LSU's putting money in, and Jason Johnson, people feel like, is going to build LSU back to prominence. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't look like Arkansas or, LA, or Ole Miss. Mississippi State going anywhere. I mean, Alabama was a thorn in Arkansas' side at the end of the year. Auburn was yeah. at the College World Series. You, you go down the entire list, there were a few teams in the East <clears throat> that maybe didn't achieve to a high level, but Kentucky was still a tough team. Kentucky beat Tennessee in the regular season in a series. So that tells you the depth of the league. Yeah, that's a good point. By the way, I just saw uh, Coach Z on Twitter said that if you are in northwest Arkansas or heading back, the Hogs are going to arrive at XNA about 12:10, and they're going to go over to the Hunt Family Building around one o'clock. So for fans who want to welcome them back, and I remember leaving here years ago. I guess it was the year Ben Attendi was here with them, and uh, driving back through Northwest Arkansas, and we caught the team as they arrived back. And uh, but anyway, if you get a chance to go over there and wish them well, it might be a nice thing to do if you'd like to maybe get a few autographs. I'll tell you this, man, that was another thing that impressed me, and I'm not shocked by it by any means, but. You know, even after losses, Tom, those guys would stand out there and they'd sign autographs, whether it's, you know, Dave or any of the players. I mean, they'd stand out there and there were a lot of autograph requests. And um, anyway, that was that was a cool thing to see, I thought, but that was pretty typical, I suppose. But anyway, so for those who want to get one last crack at some of these autographs, today would be a good day to do it if you're Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a rousing reception. And, yeah, I think if you look at the uh, uh, the behavior, post-game behavior of both you know, honestly, my esteem for Mike Bianco and Ole Miss grew during this. And yeah. I know that the fan bases have had their moments. But, man, uh, when you see that the Mississippi State catcher said he would like his son to, to be like Tim Elko, 
that it doesn't get any better for you know. Look, fan bases can have their disputes with the others, but I, I think the uh, the humanity and the dignity shown by the players. Uh, I mean, these kids were well. I thought Justin Bench was one of the most well spoken players I heard at the entire CWS. I mean, he was just good kid, and I think you could say the same for Graham and Elko um, and Mike Bianco. Very gracious in uh, victory and in defeat. I mean, yeah. he didn't get. He didn't get angered or whatever. His post game after the three to two was just respectful, and, uh, and and I think it speaks to their appreciation for the game, and it goes to Dave Van Horn and the way his players appreciate the game as well, and you know it gives you a good feeling about maybe the future of the game. Yeah, I, you know I agree 100 percent, Tom, and I said that earlier today, and I had to say it begrudgingly, but uh, I had no issue with the way Ole Miss you know operated here, and we've had our issues in the past, but um, you know they got a very passionate fan base when it comes to, to baseball. And you're right. I love the way their guys play. They play very mature, and I, I think they play the game the right way. We talked a lot about that this year, playing the right way. And, again, the story with their head coach, I mean, you know, fans were trying to run him out on a rail, and there was conversation he was going to be fired this year, and now he leads them <laughs> into the finals. So it's it's pretty pretty amazing turn of events for them. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And how about this? If they win at all, you know, Mississippi State could, could gloat and hold it over mm. their rival for one year, mm. and then that'll yes. be over. Yeah, how about that? It's crazy. Well, Tom, uh, are you guys heading back? Are you on your way, or what, what's? Or did you already go back we, last night? We are. We're near that beautiful long um, ridge in uh, Iowa that you go down I twenty nine, and it's on your left. Uh, okay. Lovely country, man. A lot of corn. I like it. All right. Well, safe travels, my friend. Thanks for everything. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. You betcha. Thanks for having me on. See ya. You See bet. ya, Tom Murphy.